Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And I'm super excited because we're going to talk about a growth mindset today and how you are going to to work towards a growth mindset so that you can make more money, more money, less problems. Okay. Uh, so first of all, we are going to do the fun fact of the day. And the fun fact of the day is that my favorite snack is a peanut butter and jelly. It's got to be Jif peanut butter crunchy uh, with with um, what am I thinking? Grape jelly or jam on potato bread, PB and J. And then in the middle, I like to put either sour cream and onion or pickle potato chips, squish it in there. It's so good. Some of y'all are going to be like, you're absolutely insane. And then the, those of you that are brave enough to try it are going to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. So you're welcome. Um, and that is a fun fact of the day. That's my favorite snack. Uh, it's been my favorite snack for a really, really, really long time. I've been doing that since like college. Uh, so freaking good. But anyway, um, we don't have a review of the day to read, but when we do get to a hundred five star reviews, I'll be giving away another hundred dollars. I still need to announce the first winner. Don't think I forgot you guys. Um, but I'll be giving away $100 to a lucky winner. All you have to do to get entered is go to either Apple podcasts or iTunes and leave a five star review. Make sure you leave a love note. If you don't leave a love note, then I don't know who left the review and therefore you cannot get entered into the giveaway. So make perfect sense makes perfect sense. If it makes sense, it makes dollars. All right. Uh, so super, super excited. Let's get right into this. Uh, this is the growth mindset. So having a growth mindset is not about how good you are. It's about how good you want to be right. And this growth mindset is so essential to you being successful in life, in business, in relationships, in all of that. And I really, I felt called to talk on this topic today because I think that so many people don't even realize that a growth mindset is an option, right? They've had a fixed mindset their whole life. And they're like, Oh, I didn't even know that. I could change to a growth mindset, right? And the growth mindset is literally, like I said, how good do you want to become? Do you want to be better in your relationships? Do you want to be better in your business? Do you want to be better uh, in your friendships? Do you want to be better with your parents? Do you want to be better as a person? Do you want to respond better to um, to stimuli in your world? Or do you want to be a better parent? Do you want to be a better um, whatever your job is? You know, if you're a lawyer or a nurse or whatever, like, do you want to be better? And it's not how good you are right now. It's not how good you are in the moment. It's, can I continue to strive for better? Can I continue to try, strive to achieve more? Can I continue to grow and be a better person? It doesn't matter if you make a mistake today. It matters if you're going to make that mistake again or if you're going to learn from it, right? And so this growth mindset is really an essential component to, to getting further in life, right? And if you don't adopt a growth mindset, you'll never be successful. And I need you to hear me when I say that. You don't, if you don't adopt a growth mindset, you will never be successful. And so this is a choice. It is a choice to reflect on your emotions. It is a choice to reflect on your actions. It is a choice to have a moral compass. It is a choice to just do better and be better, right? And so the first thing with a growth mindset is realizing that failures aren't failures. They're just a learning experience. So the second that you can start looking at failures as a learning experience rather than a failure, you are more willing to grow because you're more willing to try new things, right? It's not failing, it's learning. And so we never fail unless we quit, right? And so 
Can you start to look at the mistakes that you've made in life? Or can you start to look at when, you know, when you do a live video and nobody gets on and watches or, you know, when you try to have a conversation with your spouse and it doesn't go exactly in the direction that you wanted, or it doesn't, you don't get the response that you were expecting or whatever. Can you stop looking at that as a failure in the situation and say, okay, what did I do wrong in this situation? How can I learn? And I think this is like one of the hardest things with people is putting aside their ego and understanding that. You may have done something wrong or uh, not the best way in the situation, but that doesn't mean that you failed, right? But putting aside your ego and being willing to look at the situation and say, okay, like I didn't handle this in the best way and I'm going to let my, I'm going to put my ego aside and figure out, you know, what I did wrong or where I went wrong or where I could have done better, right? That is how we start using a failure as a growth experience and how we start shifting into that growth mindset, right? The next thing with a growth mindset is understanding that everything can grow and change. Everything can grow and change. You think that money is a limited resource in this world. You are wrong. You are sadly mistaken. You are happily happily mistaken, actually. You are mistaken. Money is abundant. It is an unlimited resource. And honestly, money isn't even real. If you try to go to the bank and take out uh, a huge, a, a very large sum of money, they won't be able to give it to you because they don't have it. It's just a number on a screen. It's not even real, right? And so everything can change and grow. We are so, I think that people with a fixed mindset are very, very focused on the present and they're very, very focused on the immediate circumstances and you're very, very focused on how you're feeling in the moment right now, right? So I started doing, Holly and I started doing a ton of uh, relationship TikToks and a lot of the questions that I'm getting are, my my girl, my ex-girlfriend doesn't want to be with me, what do I do? Or um, my my girlfriend isn't willing or my boyfriend isn't willing to have um, the boundary conversation with me because he thinks that it means I don't love him or um, I my ex cheated on me and we decided to get better but how, but I don't know how to trust her and it's like these are all situations where both parties have to be uh, willing to grow, right? Willing to grow. And, and unfortunately, these people are so fixated on the present moment right now that they're forgetting that things can grow and change, right? Maybe your ex doesn't want to be with you right now because it's not the right time, right? Maybe you you drift apart for a few years and you never know if if it's meant to be, it'll be, Right? And so people are so focused on exactly what's happening right now and we get so overwhelmed with the emotions that we're feeling in the moment that we forget how much things change in a month or six months or a year or two years, right? And you forget that like in six months, are you really going to be even pawning over this same ex that doesn't want you and treats you like crap? Probably not but you're so overwhelmed with your emotions in the moment that you can't even see that, right? And so everything can change and everything can grow and stop, don't overestimate what you can do in a day and underestimate what you can do in a year. It's, there is so much that will happen in a year. There is so much that will change. You'll look back a year from now and you'll be a completely different person. I hope you are. And that's kind of the beauty of a growth mindset is that 
the goal is to constantly be evolving. The goal is to constantly be a different person every single month, every single year. Like if you, if you met me six months ago and you haven't talked to me since, you don't know me because I'm completely different than I was six months ago, right? So everything can change and everything can grow. Now, Hiding your weaknesses will not help you overcome them, okay? Hiding from your weaknesses will not, I'm sorry, hiding from your weaknesses will not help you overcome them, okay? So a growth mindset is not hiding from your weaknesses and you don't really need to focus on your weaknesses. I don't believe on, I don't believe in that. I believe double down on your strengths, but like don't hide from your weaknesses. If you are super terrible at cleaning houses, hire it out. If you like identify your weaknesses and say, this is where I'm not strong, like how, who can I bring into my life or who can I delegate this to or who can I hire this out to that is strong in this area, right? This is a growth mindset. This is saying, you know, I am aware that I have weaknesses. I am aware that I'm putting my ego aside and I am going to do something to move forward, right? So I'm sorry, uh, I got distracted. So how can you use those weaknesses and start to move forward, right? Like I said, I don't believe in double downing on your weaknesses. I believe in double downing on your strengths. Everything that needs your DNA, everything that needs your strengths, everything that you are good at is what you should be touching and everything else you can delegate out or you can hire out or you can ask somebody else to do it. Somebody said this to me the other day. They said they had no idea that hiring a VA was so cheap. It's like $4 an hour on upwork.com. It's U-P-W-O-R-K.com. It's super, super cheap, right? And so challenges are opportunities to are challenges are opportunities look for opportunities for self-improvement and learn how to fare how to fail well Woo, that was a mouthful look for opportunities for self-improvement and learn how to fail well like i said failing is not is not a bad thing it's a learning experience so challenge yourself and look for spaces where you're uncomfortable right look for times when you're uncomfortable um i can give you an example of I was super uncomfortable to have a conversation with my mentor um, about about a previous, it was a team event that we had put on and I was super nervous to have a conversation with her about how, um, it was about the team event basically. And it was super challenging me for me. It was super uncomfortable, it was super weird for me to kind of, I literally had to go into this conversation and be like, this, these are my strengths. like. What did I do wrong? Uh, And she's like, oh my God, I didn't even realize. But it ended up paying off in the end, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because uh, I now we're doing another team event and the things that I brought to the table, the issues that I brought to the table are being addressed, right? And so can you look for opportunities of self-improvement? and learn how to fail well. So this is also looking inward and saying, what areas can I improve in? What areas can I do better in, right? And so when you prioritize approval over learning, you sacrifice your opportunity for growth. So this is, this is again, the ego thing, right? When we prioritize our, our approval, over learning. This is like when you're afraid to ask a question because you feel like it sounds dumb. I want you to hear me when I say asking the dumb questions makes you sound more confident because people are going to be like, oh my God, this person was not, was not afraid to ask a question that may have made them look stupid, right? It makes you look more confident. So stop prioritizing approval. Even if you did look dumb, who cares? Now you have the information, right? You have to be willing to look stupid, to learn, to grow, 
And so are you willing to prioritize your learning to prioritize, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. Can you show me? Can you help me? Can you answer my questions? Can you prioritize that over the approval of looking smart or looking rich or looking like you know everything, right? That's when you sacrifice your opportunity for growth is when you decide your ego is more important than your learning, right? The next thing that growth mindset people do is they value the process over the end result. It is not, the destination is not a rank. The destination is not an income goal. The destination is not, there is no destination. The destination is the journey. It's the journey of growth. It's the journey of learning. It's the journey of the process. It is the beautiful, like I have learned so much over the last three years and I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But I'm so grateful for the growth, right? The growth comes in the journey. You can't get, you cannot go from being uh, somebody that earns $30,000 a year to somebody that earns a million dollars a year without growth. You are, you earn your money in direct proportion to the value that you provide to this world. And to provide more value to this world, you have to be willing to grow. You have to be willing to get better. You have to be willing to learn from your mistakes and you have to be willing to be a better person and a better version of yourself. So can you emphasize growth over speed, right? A lot of people are like, well, uh, I've been around for like, you know, two years and I haven't hit this car earning rank. Well, it's growth. You know, did you start at a, at a point where you needed more growth than somebody else, right? We compare, I talk about this all the time, but we compare our journey in time and in calendar days rather than in growth the way we should compare it, right? The way, the place that you started at, the place that you started at, whew, we had a slight interruption for barking dogs, but the place that you started at may have been the same in a linear timeline or in a calendar timeline as somebody else. However, the place that you started at as far as growth was not the same, right? I give the example of my best friend and I, we started this business at the very, very same time. It was literally like two days apart. And for a really long time, it was hard for me to watch her business grow so much faster than mine because I didn't understand why mine wasn't growing as fast. And then I had to take a step back and look at the situation and say, well, at the time, I was barely out of addiction. I was living in a household with a super dark energy. I was in an unhappy relationship and on and on and on and all of these things that I had to grow through. She already had the forgiveness. She already had the husband and the supportive family and she already had things that I didn't have, right? And so I had to grow through things. And don't mis- don't misunderstand what I'm saying. She had them because she grew through them, right? And so we started at the same point in a linear timeline, but in a growth timeline, she was way, way, way ahead of me, right? And so can you start looking at growth over speed, right? The next thing that people do with a growth mindset is they abandon the image. Stop talking about how you should be looking. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Who even are the Joneses? Stop trying to keep up with some image. Stop trying to look rich. It's these these people in MLM that, that pose in front of cars that are not even theirs that give the industry a bad name. Stop. Abandon the image. Abandon what life is supposed to look like. Abandon what, you know, it's supposed to look like when you're successful. And you guys can't see this, but I'm using air quotes. And literally evaluate what you want your mindset to look like. Because when you understand what you want your mind to look like, what you want your relationships to look like, what you want your business to look like, and the growth that it takes to get there, your whole life will change. 
But you have to abandon the image of, you know, this is what it's supposed to look like, blah, 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 blah. Okay? So the next thing is take ownership over your attitude. Y'all, you... I preach on EQ all the time. EQ is so important. I don't care if you know how to find the slope of a line. I don't care if you know the date that World War II started. I don't care if you know, uh, I don't know, calculus. I don't know calculus, geometry, uh, history, whatever. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to control your emotions, to react in certain situations, to handle conflict, to address situations, to set boundaries. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to do those things, right? So take ownership over your attitude. Evaluate how you react in certain situations and then ask yourself, how can I do better? Evaluate how you set boundaries. What's really cool with a lot of this relationship TikTok stuff that Holly and I have been doing is a lot of it's bringing up boundaries and a lot of it's bringing up things that can be applicable across all relationships, not just uh, romantic relationships, right? You need boundaries in your friendships. You need boundaries with your parents. You need boundaries with your kids. You need boundaries with everybody. And so take ownership over your attitude. When you snap at people, take, try this one on for size. When you snap at people or get angry with people or get frustrated with people or get upset with people, it's generally because you lacked a boundary. You didn't set a boundary. So they, or they're, or you did set the boundary and they're not respecting it. But nine times out of 10, it's you didn't set a boundary. And then you're expecting somebody to act a certain way, but you have not shown them that that's how you want to be treated, right? And so can you take ownership of your attitude and take ownership over the way that you react in certain situations, right? Now, the next thing is that growth is supposed to be messy and uncomfortable. Growth is not linear. Growth is not one straight timeline. Oh my God, God, you guys, like... I remember getting out of addiction and I was like, oh, I'm growing. I'm so great. I'm an amazing person. And then, you know, I had to actually deal with the things that put me into addiction and it took my growth. It was like a freaking roller coaster. It's like, oh crap, now I'm going down. And then you deal with those things and it goes up. And then it's like, oh crap, uh, I reacted in a situation the way I shouldn't have. And I knew better and your growth goes down and then it goes back up again. And it's, it's this roller coaster. It's not linear. It's messy. It's uncomfortable. It's something that you don't want to do. It's a situation that you don't want to put yourself in, but I promise you it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. It's so uncomfortable. I know. Oh my goodness, my dogs again. Uh, It's so uncomfortable. I'm very aware, but it's the only way. It's the only way to get where you want to go, but it's going to be uncomfortable and growth is going to be hard. I don't know who told you that it was not going to hurt, but they lied. Okay. They lied. And the last thing that people with a growth mindset do is you can't blame, blame someone for your failure in if you want to give them your juice, right? So, or if you won't give them your juice, right? And so what that means is that A lot of people in network marketing will say uh, when they leave a company, oh, it was my sponsor's fault. Oh, it was my upline's fault. Oh, it was, you know, I failed because um, my upline, I failed because of the company, I failed because of my CEO, I failed because of the products, I failed because of the shipping issues. Okay, well, great. If you want to put that on me, if you want to say it's my fault that you didn't, that you didn't succeed, well, then for everybody that does succeed, that's also my fault too, right? Like, don't be willing to put your blame on somebody else if you're not also willing to give them the credit for your for your successes. 
growth mindset understands that it's all on you, whether you win or whether you lose, whether you fail or whether you succeed, whether you give up or whether you keep pushing, it's on you. There are other factors that play into it, right? Like it makes it easier when you have a supportive upline. It makes it easier when you have good products. It makes it easier when you have systems. It makes it easier when your upline is good at training or when your upline trains you a ton. But is it on your upline if you fail? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So in a growth mindset, understand that like you have to be willing to give your success to anybody that you're willing to blame your failure on, right? And so I hope you guys gain value from this. I hope that these tips were helpful and uh, I hope that we can move into a growth mindset to help y'all make millions. All right, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you gain value from this, please make sure that you share it into your Instagram story and tag me at the real queen Sid. Y'all have no idea how much it helps me when you share this out. Share it to your friends, share it to your team members. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys and let's go, go, go.